At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what is going on, guys? Joe here, Radio 690ADB, 690ADB.com. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about street to dirt. That's what we're going to talk about today. If you're a street rider and you are thinking about going into the dirt, that's today's topic. That's what we're going to talk about. Anyway, if you have not subscribed to our podcast or to our YouTube channel, we sure would appreciate it. And also, any feedback is fantastic. We would really appreciate that, too. That helps basically place us and gets us better placement on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and also it helps us on YouTube as well. So, if you could fill that out or if you could create a comment like on Podbean or give us a rating on iTunes, if you use an Apple product, that would be awesome. We sure would appreciate it. Also, don't forget, we have tons and tons of videos on YouTube, 100 plus. We have everything from two-minute tips, from the rant and ride. We talk about all things that are motorcycles, and hopefully there's something in there that may help you out somewhere down the road. YouTube.com slash 698EB. Anyway, with that being said, let's get on to the topic. Let's talk about you've been riding street for a long time. And now you're thinking about getting into the dirt side or into the dual sport or the adventure riding enduro side. Well, you ride street, so dirt should be no problem, right? Well, not exactly. Dirt is a different animal. And I'm not basically trying to belittle uh, street riders in no shape or fashion at all. What I am saying is that if you've ridden street and you've never ridden dirt or a dirt bike, you know, like a 125 or a 150 or a 225 or 250 or something like that off road, you know, through trails and stuff like that. It is a different world. Make no mistake. It's a different world. Not saying that you can, you will pick it up much quicker than somebody that's never ridden a motorcycle. That's for sure. 100%. Now, if you ride the dirt, you can definitely ride the street. Now you can't do street racing, but what you can do is you can ride street street um, is, it's just a lot easier to do than dirt. There's so much dynamic changing stuff in the dirt that you have to be aware of. Scree, rocks, 
water, mud, sand, you know, all these things. Now, you will find some of the little things on the road that you have to pay attention for, like in the twisties and stuff, like sand and scurrying dirt that are on the road. Definitely want to, you know, kind of keep your eye out on that. But the dirt, it's constantly changing while you're doing it. So you really have to be kind of on your game. It's just a lot easier to go down on the dirt than it is to go down on the street. The street is basically the street. If you're on asphalt, you're on asphalt. Going from asphalt to concrete, you know, in in a straight line or in light turns, is it's really, honestly, it's not that big of a deal. It's a pretty easy transition. But going from, say, sand into mud and going uphill with rocks and scree, there's a lot that you have to process in order to survive or get through that to make it to the next portion of what you're riding through. So is the transition um, easy? Uh, a little bit, I'd like to say. I'm not going to say it's just going to be, you know, you're just, you've been riding for 20 years on the street and you go jump off road and biff, bam, boom, you're going to be doing wheelies and you're going to be, you know, going up rock steps like Chris Birch and all those fantastic, amazing, you know, uh, off-road riders. That's not, that's not going to happen. But what I am saying is that the transition will be much, much less painful. If you have writing experience, it will come to you um, a lot better. You know, some of the writing positions that you have to do, um, sitting more upright, being more up on your tank, you know, shoulders up, uh, leaning. Sometimes you have to put a foot out, uh, whereas on the street, you're never really going to put your foot out. You, I mean, you, that's, that's just not common. You don't do that. Uh, the... Dirt, just the way that it, it, it can change on you when you're off-road or if you're doing dual sporting or adventure riding, it just definitely, um, it's just a different animal. It's a way, way, way different animal uh, than it is on the street. So, street versus dirt? Yeah, I mean, they both have their hurdles. But if you're coming from the street, I would suggest, you know, just paying attention and really taking it slow. Um, just because you've been riding, I'm not trying to belittle your riding skills. I mean, your riding skills are probably fantastic. And and, and I'm not a great street rider. I, I'm not... Um, I'm not that guy that can drag a knee, you know, going into a turn or any of that type of stuff. I can ride the street and I, and I have a blast the way that I ride. You know, I don't want to drag a knee. It's not my thing. Uh, I prefer being out in the dirt more than I prefer being on the street. But uh, but I do like the street. The street is fun. And it, it's it, for me, it has a great place. And believe it or not, <laughs> I have to use the street to get to any dirt that I want to do. So I definitely... Uh, I do like the street and I love the twisties. I love mountain roads and Canyon roads. Those are so much fun. They're just, they're fantastic. But where the road ends and it transitions into dirt, that's, that's the part that I like. And that's where you kind of have to hone your skills in. Cause you get so used to all that grip and all that grab and you can lean the bike and you can do all these things. The bike really does what you want it to do when you get off road and you are doing some of the twisty rides or like the Canyon roads or some of the Jeep trails and stuff like that. You gotta be on your game. You really gotta 
you got to focus, you got to concentrate, you got to dial in. Um, you know, you got, uh, rocks and boulders in the road. You've got sand, you know, you've got sheerness, you've got cliffs, you know, they don't have guardrails. A lot of these places that you're going to want to go if you want to do that type of stuff. It's, you know, it's just one of those things. So that's what you want to kind of uh, pay attention to when you, you know, if you're going to go from uh, being a street rider to a adventure rider, uh, because really, if you want to be an adventure rider, then you have to go off road or you're not an adventure rider or, or a dirt rider. It's just not going to happen. But dual sports are fantastic and you will transition very quickly with uh all your skills in the street so if you are a street rider and you are listening to this it will help you out but i would definitely say hone in on your skills start slow don't get too crazy and just build yourself up and definitely watch some youtube videos on enduro training and stuff like that because some of those guys that are out there are really really good and we have a lot of subscribers that are great dirt riders they give great information and, you know, uh, they have YouTube channels and they basically, uh, you can watch them, right? Heck, you can learn a lot just by watching somebody, but take that with a grain of salt because you're never, ever going to get watching a video as going out and doing it. And if you have some local trails and stuff like that by your house or things like that, that's perfect, man. Just get out, just take them slow and then just increase, you know, increase your, 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 your speed and level and what you're doing slowly. Just don't get too crazy because you could get yourself in a pickle real, real quick, um, off road. And the, and the last thing that you want, and I don't want to sit there and, and say, Hey, you know what? 690 said, go out there and, and, uh, you know, just get out there and do it, you know, get crazy, have fun. You know, I, I'm not saying that what I'm saying is a slow, easy and build your skills over time. It's just like me going from, from dirt to street. You know, if, if one of you guys were out there and I was watching you and you guys were dragging a knee, I would certainly say, nope, I'll wait till we get to the next stopping point and I'm going to pick your brain. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick your brain for everything that you do so I can take it slow one step at a time, baby steps. Cause I can't do that. I know where my skill levels are and that's what I'm getting at. Know where your levels are and push the envelope just enough to where you don't get yourself in a situation that you can't get yourself out of. Definitely don't want to get yourself hurt. So the dangers of dirt riding, that's the next thing I want to get into. What are some of the dangers of dirt riding? Well, the first, that's what I just got done. That's the first thing I was getting at is, is knowing what your skill level is. And how long have you been doing it? And what have you done to know when you get yourself in the environment of dirt riding? What's your capabilities? So what are some of the dangers? If you're off road and you are, let's just say on, you know, in a desert canyon or something like that, let's just say we're going to use Utah, for instance. And, you know, you're, you're changing, you're going up and down in elevation, say maybe somewhere between, you know, 12 to 1800 feet in elevation, but you're going up and down, but you're on Canyon roads. Well, these Canyon roads that you're riding on, they are not like asphalt. They're not concrete. They can be narrow. They can have lots of washout. Um, so you have to be careful of basically, you know, the V grooving in the road. Um, not only that, landslides, rocks sand 
So you really want to pay attention, pick your line and make sure that you're focusing because there will be debris in the road. Not only that, there can be hidden patches of loose, which is like scree or sand that in turns and stuff like that from trucks and jeeps and stuff like that when they go that um, if you're going too fast, you can basically you can get that front end push or you can get a rear end push and you can wash out, um, lay your bike down. Uh, the, the big, the, the, the rocks and all that stuff, you know, YouTube videos don't do a lot of these rides any justice whatsoever. Not only the size of the rocks and the stuff that's in the road or off road, but the sheerness, the sheerness of some of these roads, uh, that you can get yourself on that are just magnificent. I mean, it's euphoric when you're there and you're looking at it. You get sidetracked. That's one of the next dangers I'm talking about is that it's so pretty and beautiful that you want to see it, but you're on a pretty intense road that you got to focus, man. So if you're not focusing, you know, you can get yourself at a pickle. Um, you just, you know, it, that, that's, that's the thing is don't get blindsided by the beauty. If you want to take it in and it's amazing, find a stopping point, pull over, take some pictures, look at it, check it out, but make sure you're always focused on what you're doing because some of the scenery is just so amazing. You just, you you just, you take your eye off the road, but you really want to be picking your line, but that's some of the dangers you want to basically, you know, keep in mind when you're, you're doing that type of stuff. When you're in Colorado, it's really rocks. It's mainly rocks, rock shelves, rock steps, uh, boulders in the road. They like to call them basically, uh, lemons, grapefruits, babies' heads. Um, and that's basically when you hear that, um, from other riders, that's basically telling you that's the size of the rocks that litter the road. Uh, there are some roads that I've been up in Colorado that they actually have, um, we like to call them minefields. And what it is, is it's about the size, just take softballs and baseballs. And that's about the size of the rocks. You're on a sheer road. Um, it's a sheer drop off on the side. The road is about, um, maybe the width of a one lane road <laughs> and, uh, it's about a hundred yards long and the whole road is where they blew out the side of the mountain and that's it. That, that's your, that's your road. That's your surface. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's nothing but rocks and they're all loose. And when you're riding over them, um, that's where your skill level comes in. You know, you'll get some guys that can just blow and go over it and you get some guys that will just literally just sit in their seat and they will just putt over it, uh, with their feet down. So, you know, but seeing that type of stuff, knowing the danger of what it can be and slowing down and getting your head wrapped around the situation will get you through some areas that you probably wouldn't get through if you didn't. We do it all the time. We call it stop and assessment. Um, we'll stop if we see something that's highly technical. Um, we'll park our bike if we can. And, uh, we will basically, we'll walk it. We'll look at it. We'll find out, you know, where the best line is and then back on the bikes and go. We don't just, if we run up on something super technical, we don't get, we, we just don't get out, get outside of our element of what we're comfortable of. We'll assess it and then we'll hit it and then we'll go. That helps increase our odds of making it to the other side and enjoying the rest of our trip. 
So, but dangers are some of the things that you want to do and just knowing what a danger is and how to assess that and how to prepare for it and to be aware of it. Uh, you get blindsided by having so much fun that you're on nice, easy stuff. And then when you hit something technical, that's where it all happens. So know where the technical stuff is, slow it up, get your head wrapped around it, then hit it and then do it. Street bikes are not dirt bikes. <laughs> so do not think that, you know, you can take your CBR 1000 or whatever and just go up a scree road. I've seen, I've got a buddy that has a, he had a CBR 600. He took it down to the lake. He, he took it down a trail and he's nuts, but, but he can ride, you know, but he's also ridden off road before he's ridden dirt bikes and stuff. So, but he, you know, he took it nice and slow and then he got it down there, you know, but make no mistake. I said, man, why would you do that? He goes, I just want to see if I could do it. And so, and he did it and he got down to the lake and then he ended up getting back, but it was really kind of funny because that's a freaking race bike. You know, <laughs> I would never try that, but you know, so just know that, that you know, if, if you have certain bikes, just, just know what their capabilities are. But what kind of bike, if you were going to get into dual sport, would you get? Man, there's so many different bikes out there. Do you buy a used one? Do you buy a new one? Uh, what bike do you buy? And I know what goes to everybody's mind. I've been riding bikes for 50 years, man. I want, I want this big, fast, super crazy race bike, man. I want all this, this, and this, and this. It's not how much power the bike has. It's more of what the bike's capabilities are and what your capabilities are. You know, just because you can drive a car doesn't mean you need to go get in a NASCAR and go 190 miles an hour around a track. Now, that sounds fantastic and fun, but that's not your capabilities. You're probably going to wreck and crash. It's You're just not ready for it. So it would be better to just take your car or something similar and ride around the track until you're comfortable with it and then move up. So what I'm getting at is start small and then work your way up. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying go out and get the most craziest bikes like, oh, you know what? I just, I'm going to go straight into a 690 because you've been riding. You can. It's a fantastic bike. Remember going from street bikes, you're usually sitting and you usually have a bent knee 90% of the time because those bikes are short because they need to be low to the ground because of the way that they're set up for speed and handling on the road dirt bikes dual sports and duros are tall they're off the ground they have less on the road they are higher up they are more upright sitting they're that way for a reason they're made to ride the road and do fun on the road but they really are built to get off road and go have fun so remember that when you're thinking about getting a bike so what is the best bike the best bike is the bike that that you can manage and you can go from point A to point B and have fun on. If it was me, I have a CRF250L. I have a KTM 690. I've had a WR250F. I've had a KLR. I've had BMWs. I've had, I mean, I've had all sorts of bikes. And what I've learned is that you get, you get kind of sidetracked into thinking, this is what I need, man. I want to go do this and I want to go do that. And what I did is I started out on a KLR 650 and then I went all the way up to the adventure bikes. And then now I have backed down because I have realized light is king to me, to me. Okay. Not to everybody, but light is king to me because the lighter the bike is, that means I can pick it up. I can do the off-road a lot easier because I'm not having to muscle 
a 600 pound motorcycle around. So it's much easier to move a 350 pound motorcycle that will do street fantastically for what I need it to do. But when I get off road, I get to enjoy the things that I want to do, which is the off-road stuff. Because the big adventure bikes, they're great on the highway. But when you get off-road, that's where the adventure begins. Those things are so big and so heavy that when you get in anything that is mildly technical or anything, that you actually have to be able to maneuver that bike and make that bike work. (laughs) The bike's working and you're working. And it is sometimes can be terrifying and sometimes it can just be an absolute whooping. And by the time that you get done, you are just absolutely just out of it. You drop your bike more than one time on something. You don't realize the amount of energy that is exerted from your body until you start lifting that thing up. You start lifting up a 600 pound bike four, five, six, seven, eight times on a road or on a trail or anything like that. You're done, man. You are spent. You are spent. 300-pound bike, I'm telling you, my 690, I can lift it up. Or if you had like a WR250R or a CRF250 or a KLX or a 500EXC or a Beta 500RR or any of those bikes, they're so much lighter. You know, they're 300 pounds-ish and then under, and it makes it so much easier. Not only that, you can really enjoy yourself off-road. But what I'm saying is what kind of bike should you get? Get the bike that you feel comfortable with and a bike that you can pick up and a bike that you can go and enjoy the off-road because that's really what you're getting it for. If you just want to travel with your girl and you're going to be doing 80% street and 20% like just like light fire road and stuff like that, man, go get a BMW. Man, you guys will love it. Those things purr like a kitten on the road. But if you want to get off and get dirty, Trust me, those bikes, they look beautiful. They're fantastic. They're expensive. They're cool. The salesman's going to tell you it'll do everything you want it to do. But at the end of the day, it's his job to sell you that bike. Trust me, take it from a guy that's been doing it for 10 plus years, got thousands and thousands of miles under his belt. And you can ask any other dual sport adventure guy that gets out and gets out in it. And he's going to tell you that those big adventure bikes, they are just brutal. They are work. It's going to be tough and you can do it. Don't let the, the, don't let the videos fool you on what those guys do. Uh, when you see the professionals off road, they are professionals. That is their job. That's what they get paid for. Those bikes are free. (laughs) They make money when they go make those videos and they are the best at what they do. They are fantastic. So, um, bikes, I'm going to say it. And I, and I, I say it a million times, uh, the DRZ 400, the 250s, the CRF, the WR, uh, you know, um, the XT250. That's a great bike, man. It's super light. It's got tons of clearance. It's not a speed demon. Most all dual sports are not speed demons. You can bump them up and make them pretty fast. But if you want a high performance bike, you're going to pay for it. And when you get into high performance bikes, if that's what you're thinking about, don't look at KLRs. Don't look at DRZs. Don't look at any of the 250s. And, uh, you're going to be going up to about probably the closest 450 you're going to get, um, is going to be probably the CRF 450L, the new one that just came out. Uh, you can also, if you're good with working with motorcycles, you can go plate like a WR2, I mean a 450F and convert that or some XRs or something like that, or some CRF 450Rs or something like that. But if you want it already ready to go, you're going to be looking at like the 450L, 
Honda CRF. You're going to be looking at the uh, 500. You're going to be looking at the 690, the 701 from Husqvarna, and like the Betas, um, SWM motorcycles. Those things are really cool. They get really great reviews. The Australians love those bikes. They're basically old Husqvarnas. So if you want something that's got some punch, some giddy up, that Johnny on the spot throttle response, then uh, those are the bikes that you're going to want to look at. So anyway, know your levels and know what your skill level is if you're going to go from street to dirt. And we want you to come over to our side of the world because it's awesome. The more riders we get, the more cool things that we get. So just take it slow, get your practice in and go get you some, go find your adventure. That's what I always say. Anyway, if you have not subscribed to our podcast, make sure you click subscribe. Can't stress how much we appreciate you sitting in and listen. Don't forget our YouTube channel, 69080V at the youtube.com. And you guys go out there and find your adventure. And if you do become part of this, shoot us an email and tell us what you're getting, what you're thinking about doing, and we'll do our best to help you out. 69080V at gmail.com. Subscribe, comment. Don't forget, we appreciate you. Here at 690, we love you. You guys have a fantastic day. And get out and find your adventure. 690 out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.